Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller. For the next two hours, talking sports with you, followed by Murph and Andy, who are followed by The Drive, Heather and Sean, as we are back to local programming uh, for the majority of the rest of the day. Uh, Coming up on the BMW Des Moines guest list, we will start by heading north to the Twin Cities. Dane Mazzatani covers the Vikings, as well as the Twins, for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Uh, The Twins back against the wall here today, 6.07 first pitch in that one as they try to stay alive against the Astros, but Mazzatani on the the Vikings and on the Twins should be a good spot at 11:30. Mitch Holtis, he's the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Papa John's makes it possible for him to join Trent and I each and every uh, Wednesday during the regular season and as far as they go in the playoffs, with the exception of the bye week. Uh, and he will join us at 11:50 to uh, look back to the Vikings win, but uh, head to the uh, Thursday night football tomorrow night. Chiefs and their divisional rival, uh, well, one-time rival. Uh, now it's a layup, the Denver Broncos. Um, where are we? Into the 12 o'clock hour. Scott Dockerman is back from the Twin Cities where he was at uh, Big Ten Women's Media Day. Uh, did the football media day yesterday. So Doc, who normally joins us on Monday, will be with us at 12.05. I should probably get this out there before it becomes a thread uh, with the Iowa State men's basketball press conference today. Normally, Bill Seals is here. He's there. He'll join us tomorrow. Correct? You worry about those threads way too I much. I do. I probably, you know, I always try to be fair. Always have. Um, but yes, I do. Not worry about them. Pay attention to them. Yeah. Not worry. I don't you do it a, for our show. I, I do, yeah, I don't lose a week of sleep. Oh, God, I didn't get the Hawkeyes. I'd have a cyclone, not a hawk. But I try to be fair. Anyways, uh, so Seals tomorrow. Um, and also, David Kaplan will be here. Off to Chicago, we will go. Uh, get Cappy's uh, take on uh, on where the Bears are at. Where are the Bears at? What did the, what did last week do for you? Ah, uh, not a ton in the big picture of this year. I still have to see more from yeah. Justin Fields. The last two yeah. weeks have been tremendous. They've been a lot better, haven't they? Oh, absolutely. With the exception of the fourth quarter of the Denver game, Meh, it happens. Yep, it does. I agree. Lost a game you should lose if you were vying for. The future of your organization. Yeah, so was the other team on the other side of the field, and they found a way to yeah. pull it out. Yeah, they found a way, right. They found a way to put one in the win column yeah. in that one. You know, it's crazy. I heard the number again, and for whatever reason, it just kind of fallen out of my, my memory. The Chiefs-Broncos, 15 it's straight wild wins. Yes, we understand Kansas City has... Sur- but Denver is a proud organization. Yes, they used to be. A organization that is an incredibly difficult place to play. It's divisional mm-hmm. games. I mean, how many divisional games do you see a sweep year after year it's after year? Unbelievable. It just doesn't happen. Uh-huh. And, yes, the gap is significant now, but that number is just incredible. It is. You'd think that they'd find a way to... I mean, the Bears beat the Niners last year. <laughs> right. You know, I the know Jets, they're not in the division, but you get my point. The Jets-Patriots, I mean, that would be one during yeah, the Brady yeah. to heyday. Right. I wonder if they're... I don't think it ever got 15 no, straight, did it? No, couldn't have. I wouldn't think so. No, I, I would. That, that's a good one, Trent. Um, that would be the one, right, during the, the heyday. And um, the Chiefs are certainly on a roll, not to the length. And hopefully they don't get to that point. But I wouldn't be shocked if they do, because after all, they've got a quarterback, as did the Patriots. How many did they lose in a row? 
Uh, so I'm looking through here, longest losing streaks to a team, and this is just regular season losing streaks. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for Divisional. against one team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Chicago Cardinals had the longest regular season losing streak, 29. That's not what we're looking for. Against one team. That's what we're looking for here. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'll, I'll see if I can find it there, mm-hmm. but against a single team, it's just... The Minnesota Twins? The Bills to the Dolphins. That one popped up here. Bills to the Dolphins loses, uh, let's see, the Patriots, Jets, there's one. How long was that one? This is back from a year ago. The Jets have now lost 14 straight to the Patriots, along with the Broncos' losing streak. Hmm. Twins-Yankees twins, threw that one in there. <laughs> yeah. That one's a little different. Yeah, it is true. And there's some playoff hiccups in there, too. Uh-huh. Speaking of playoff hiccups, yeah, Trent. What yesterday you, was not fun. You know, the ballpark was just bananas, right, mm-hmm. to start the game. I can imagine what it was like in the Twin Cities for uh, for sports fans. You get a game. It's a day game. You're feeling pretty good. Season's even. You've already exercised one demon. You've got through the next round. You've broke that streak of loss after loss after loss. And then this, it's over in the second inning. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they're just Jesus. a behemoth. That lineup, yeah. what they can do, getting everybody on, first runner on every single inning mm-hmm. early on, it just... Sonny Gray didn't and have was, it. I was going to say, and they're doing this against Sonny Gray. Yeah, who gave up the least amount of home runs this uh-huh. year. And he was just leaving, hanging out over the plate, yep. those sweepers in Abreu. He was a guy that saw target field well when he was with the White Sox. He had a lot. So, oh, this isn't new then. Yeah, yeah, a lot of success. And you know, I think Brzezinski brought that up in the he? broadcast. Yeah. I think one of them did, yeah. Just one of those days. Now, it's one. Mm-hmm. Chalk it up, and, and you're ready to go here yep. for game two because season's on the line. But yep. Joe Ryan, those good feelings very quickly dissipated about uh, 15 minutes into the ball game yesterday afternoon. Look, the, and the Twins had their chances, but mm-hmm. uh, Royce Lewis uh, just uh, speaking of sweepers, that that slider, yeah, he, he fell for it three straight times mm-hmm. and uh, looked bad swinging. Again, it's um, He's off to a terrific start in his career, but he was just overmatched in that particular at-bat. But they did have their chances to at least make it interesting. And if they would have put some runs on the board at that particular time in the game, who knows how it would have ended. We know how it did. And uh, now, as you mentioned, it's a um, they got to win today. Baltimore, what do you, what do you, what's your takeaway on Baltimore? Are you shocked uh, that, that this was a disappointing season? Narrative is out there. I mean, I'm, how can you be? I don't think you can put it that way. It's a 100-win season. It's winning the division. And look at the rookies in the lineup. Right. It's such it's a more one after another. Now, when you have a window to win, in an American league that, even back at the trade deadline, looked wide open. Uh-huh. Houston has been... I know where you're going, and you're, you're about to make the cognizant points, so go for it. When you have an opportunity uh-huh. to win, yep. you go to win. You try yep. to win... You're not thinking about the future, and though the future is incredibly bright. Bring somebody in. Go get that arm. Go get, because the question always was, what was the team, was about the rotation. Mm -hmm. And you went and got Jack Flaherty. Yeah. You got damaged goods. You did. And boy, that first start. Did he pitch at all in this series? I don't think he did. did, yeah. You... Yeah, the first start was phenomenal. When that's the Uh big... Was that against Toronto? I think it was. It might have been. I think it was. When that's your big splash, though, yeah, it's not enough. No, it's not. In a season, that would have been there. That would be the one sticking point, but mm-hmm. they're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> that young talent, Jeez. and it's still coming. And it's still that, com- that farm system is well, absolutely the, no- the number one prospect in baseball, the player of the year in minor league baseball, Matt Holiday's kid. He's an Oriole. He's an Oriole. <laughs> Here they come. When you suck as bad as they did for as long as uh-huh. they did, you're going to... 
pile up a first overall pick one after another, and they've seemingly all hit. Yeah, absolutely. They've done an incredible job mm-hmm. of building that thing up. So I can't look at this as a disappointment. Can't. No way. Yeah, it sucks to go out that way. And to get swept. Yes. Right. Yeah, to not get a win, to not get that, to really not be in a game. Would it? Would, you know what? And I don't know how this is going to play out, but I think there's a pretty good chance that Texas can win it all, right? Yeah. And, and maybe the, this kind of... I don't know, makes it a little easier to swallow if you look, well, the team that won the World Series was the one that knocked us out. I don't know if if Orioles fans will feel that way or not, but look, your time is coming. Your window is wide open. (laughs) In fact, it's not even all the way open yet. You're still pushing it up. Yep. Uh, And then you can prop it up for a few years before it starts to come down. Yeah, the Orioles are going to be a major pain in the you-know-what, and arguably baseball's top-to-bottom most difficult division. Right, and the Rangers are a team that has just been so inconsistent throughout this year. It's it's hard to get a good read. Mm-hmm. Now, is this the Valdi we're going to see going forward? Trent, he was unbelievable. Playoff, Yuval- we saw him with the Red Sox and what he yeah. was able to put together, and we've seen it in the past from him. Well, if you got that, <sighs> all right. Now, bad news: they might have to sit out a few days, and you know that rust is such a big deal. Right. I saw Matt Snyder last night. Oh, he's he's not letting that go. He's not. not he's at dying all. on that hill, uh-huh. and I think he's right. I, I'm the same way as yeah. he is. Same ways, it's, it's like you, you know, your turn came around your, after your five days and, and it rained for a couple of days and you didn't get to play. Uh, you know, your, your start got pushed back by a couple of days. Anyways, uh, we're down to, we've got one of the final four finalists that have made their way to the, uh, the, to the uh, championship series uh, in the Texas Rangers. Pro, it, it's like it's trending Houston and Texas. I have no idea who's going to win Philadelphia, Atlanta. I can't wait for that this afternoon. Is that the first game of the day? Must be, because the West Coast game will be last. 407 first pitch, Braves, Phillies. Who's got that one? That one will be on TBS. Okay. And then the Twins are, they've moved them. Yes, they are at 6.07. That will be on FS1. Are your buddies still going? They are. They're still heading up there. going to be a long drive Ooh, home afterwards. It's 2 a.m. Yeah. Oof, 9.30 traffic. Yeah. It's 2 a.m. Yep, that's probably what you're looking uh-huh. at. And I, I know a group of my friends, my buddy Corey, he lives over in Waukee. So that's 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it could even maybe 1.30. Right. Waukee, yeah, you're looking about 2 Oof. But if you come back with a victory, mm-hmm. you'll be cruising down 35. Yeah. If the season comes to a close, well, I'm waiting for the phone call. And there, it's going to be, by the sounds of things, rain's going to be coming in. Corey helped me out. He uh, We talked for about a half hour on the drive home and after I was making oh, my way Oh, you did? Back, yeah, did so you? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be waiting his phone call after this one tonight. So you can do this. Yeah. So is he by himself in no, the car? No, he's taking his boys. Okay. How fun is that? That's awesome. Yeah. Two That's young awesome. kids. That's going to be a really good time. Is this their first Major League Baseball game? No, they've been to Twins games before, I know, but certainly first playoff game. What what a time. Yeah. And if they can just... Joe Ryan now. Mm -hmm. Boy, Joe Ryan... Another guy that has been inconsistent. At the start of the year, he was the dude. He was on his way to an Uh all-star appearance. He looked to be, I mean, a fleecing of Tampa. How rare is that? That the Twins fleeced... Not not just anybody. Anybody fleeced Tampa. Right. But Tampa Bay, you get that team... And then since then, he had the injury. He was out for a while. Even when he came back, he wasn't great. In fact, his last time out at Colorado. What did he do? Gave up six earned against the Rockies. It Was that the final week of the final? It was, yeah, that final weekend yeah. when they were pretty bare bones. Start before that against the Angels. Not a great team. Six innings, three earned. Had 10 strikeouts, though. Okay. Strikeout numbers up. You're going yeah. to need some swing and miss stuff here. Yeah. And defense has got to help him out. Mm-hmm. And... They had a hit with runners in scoring mm-hmm. position. Went 0 for their first 7. That's uh, when I had to duck out for softball practice. But it just, the opportunities were there. 
<laughs> softball practice. And couldn't punch when it is through. softball? When does it end? Never. It never ends. Well, we got we got workouts in the wintertime. We got to get these girls up to snuff. We're still looking for our first win. <laughs> right. We're getting clubbed by teams. Is there is there starting to be? Are you feeling any heat? Oh, the, the yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Coach Couple of, couple of dads are probably going to be coming for the job. Absolutely. Yeah? Okay. We're, we're searching. We're looking for that one. We got yeah. opportunities this weekend. Yeah. It's our last fall tournament of the year coming up this weekend. So. And then just off season workouts. Off-season we'll go to workouts. the hitting cage. Yeah, yeah, we'll get some time in there. Mm-hmm. Get some swings in. Get those girls ready, and we'll hit the ground running for spring. That's beautiful. Yes. Now, are you are you guaranteed to be the guy in the spring? Well, I'd hope so, but I, I didn't sign a contract. The season's going. You're right. Might not be that way. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Good stuff. Uh, anything from the press conferences yesterday gets your attention? Sounds like Remsburg is 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 going to. But he's banged up. Well, that's what I heard yeah. yesterday. Yeah, that he's got. He had a knee. Was it a knee or a leg issue at some point in the last couple of weeks? Apparently, Hanukkah is a student there, so like Noah Shannon, if he gets cleared, right. I'm guessing Hanukkah can follow a similar path. But by all accounts, Noah Shannon is practicing. I don't know. I don't. I've. Not, I haven't seen anything that tells me. I mean, Hanukkah status is what? Have you seen anything? I haven't seen anything I further not seen than that. Yes, he is a student, so yeah. he'd be available, but. Yeah. He's even a guy. Have we heard of he even around the team? I don't know. I haven't. I can't remember offhand. Remsburg was. Yes, absolutely. That's been up there. We don't know what uh-huh. Shannon has been. I mean, there's right? pictures of him before the game on the sideline. You see that. Right. I can't remember anything with Hanukkah. Yeah. And so, if anybody knows for sure, yeah, hit us up on Twitter at Miller and Condon because I just. Nothing at least clicks in my mind that I can think of. And the others that aren't around are are guys that bet on their team, right? And this does not equate to that, right? Yeah, because it's the ultimate Hanika or or Shannon's case. So, uh, did Ferris sound like? I mean, he's going to practice this week. No, Shannon Mm -hmm. is, Um, but he's not. He's not clear to play, right? Yeah. So, Just getting some reps in. Right. But getting it, the pads is, is there a chance that that clearance comes? No, because the NCAA said this won't be done until the, end, the of end of October. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what the I reason thought. behind it. Yep. That's what I thought. Yep. So, uh, you know, go through, get them get ready to play. Mm-hmm. So when the green light does come. So he'll get what? Best, best case scenario, four games, five mm-hmm. games, you get to Indy, six games, you get to a bowl game. Yep. So he gets six years in his or six games rather in his final year of eligibility, assuming he beat Wisconsin this week. I'm not sure you will. <laughs> you uh, did you see on Twitter? I put up the Brian Ferentz yardage totals against the Wisconsin defense. I, I didn't see that. It's not good. Breaking you know news. What? I think Trent. I, I'm on the wrong thing on Twitter. I, I find myself on for you ah, as opposed to following. Yeah. And some of the stuff that pops, that's not for me. <laughs> Well, it's what Elon says is for you. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's that's what he believes that you should be having okay. there. The yardage totals. Uh, Here it is. Yep. This from so set it up from this year. Uh going back. No, against Wisconsin. Oh, just against Wisconsin. Okay. Uh last year, remember, I won that football game against the Badgers, twenty four to ten. His offense yes. put up a whopping how many? One hundred forty six yards of total offense. It's a big day for them. Year before they got clubbed, one hundred fifty six yards of total offense. Now, 2020, yeah. in the weird year. Right, right. Remember in an empty Kinnick Stadium, Amir Smith-Marset had a couple of big plays in that one. No, Trent, I forgot all about 2020. I don't want to remember a damn thing about it. 338 they put up there. The high water mark in Madison came in 2019, 295. That's when Iowa scored late. I was, was it Tyrone Tracy that had the I big... I don't remember. I think he had the big touchdown. It was like an 80-yarder. They went for two, and Stanley got crunched at the one-yard line trying to run it in. It was a pass play. And he was under center? 
he was rolling out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't it wasn't it was a, a pass sneak. play. It was a pass play. Gotcha. He was running in and just got absolutely clobbered. They lost 20 24-22. They put up 295. Yeah. 2018, they had 404 yards of total offense. Unthinkable. Huh? Year before that, 66. <laughs> That's more like it. 234 is what Brian Ferentz averages against the Badger 3-4. You got a Trestle run in the defense. It's not Jim Leonard anymore. No. But it's still a guy that knows what he's doing. Did you hear Fickle yesterday? Did you hear him? Oh, yeah. He wants Cooper. De- well, he thinks he'll see Cooper DeGene. He does. Uh, what, what I was also struck by was his um, knowledge of the University of Iowa, mm-hmm. in particular the wrestling department. I mean, he was he's a huge fan of that. But, um, you know, I, listening to him yesterday, I'm impressed. You know, I was impressed by by he's pretty well buttoned up. I hope the game lives up to it. It's three o'clock. Um, over under two hundred yards. I saw Benetti's got the prayer. Benetti's got the play by. Oh, that's play. a good one. It is a good over under two hundred yards total offense. Under one seventy five. Mm. Good number. That's a good number. Okay. So that's where you'd put it. I think so. At the Miller Casino, the number is 175 and a half. Because I think all's going to be involved. I'll take the under. Yeah. Is is Deacon Hill going to suddenly turn into a competent quarterback? No. 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 Of course not. And You know, we have these conversations a lot. Game plan, how do you win the game, yada, yada, yada. Mm Got to hit a couple of big plays, right? I don't think it's a couple of big plays. If Iowa has any chance at all of winning this football game, I think they have to hit four, five, six big passing plays mm-hmm. because they are going to stack the box. They have struggled so much running the football against this 3-4. I don't see the running game getting on track at all. And because of that, not hit a couple, yeah, hit a half dozen. That is the only chance I see that this Iowa football team can move the football. And do you believe that Deacon Hill can do that against Wisconsin's defense? I I don't. No. They're going to get worn down. They can't get third down conversions. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin's getting better. I wouldn't be surprised to see Wisconsin have 38, 39, 40 minutes time of possession. Now, I was one of the worst really? teams in the country this year in time in terms of uh, time uh-huh. per possession. I, I think this thing could get ugly. I think we're looking at something like we saw against Penn State, where the, Iowa just can't get on the field offensively, can't get anything going. So you think that this could this, this could is be, blowout? All right, so so let me stop you right there and, and do this public service announcement for you Hawkeye fans out there, because this is going through the building, and there's a lot of not Hawkeye fans, kind of um, neutral football fans that are hoping that Iowa gets not not hoping that will be tuned in to sound off if Iowa gets blown out for. The main reason, I think, you're co-hosting Sound Off. I am. I will be making my debut on 1040 WHO Sound Off coming up on Saturday evening after the game. That might be appointment radio. <laughs> if, if, if Wisconsin lays the wood to him like you just said, like yeah. if it's similar to the Penn State game, mm-hmm. oof. I'll be coming in hot. Yep. I'll yep. be coming in hot. Yep. I... Can you do that on that show? Because I know you can on the Iowa State show. But that's the Learfield thing. Right. That is different. That's different. Yes. When, when is, does uh, Crystal do that with Jack Whitfer? I'm not positive if they still do that one. But yeah, you're right. That's This one Because is you get called time. to the carpet if, if you go after the home team. Oh, really? You do. Okay. I know that firsthand. I, I'm not from... Because I never did it. Mm-hmm. But I know people that have participated that got called to the carpet because they were too hard on fill in the blank. So you're saying if I... But I think I'd sound off. I think you're home free. Okay. So if I come in hot, I might not be asked back? 
That'll be okay. That would be fine too, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to do this. You know, once Ross and Sean or uh, Ross and John, Ross and Travis are done with it, you don't have. You don't no. aspire to do this. Not not be able to ever go to Iowa That's City just again. It, right? That sounds terrible. It does. Yeah. I mean, or anything. Yeah. Give up your give up your day on the couch, whatever your Saturday is. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I, I, I just, I, and hopefully the Hawkeyes shock me and shock most everybody yeah. out there, and they pull it off and they grind out a nine six win. And we're talking about the team in control of the crappy Big Ten West. We shall see. Iowa State basketball media today uh, is today. And Bill Seals is going to recap it with us tomorrow. A lot of anticipation in this team. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be able to shoot it better. I mean, they can't shoot it any worse, right? (laughs) Right. Um, Look at what TJ has done since he's been given the keys to this. It's been nothing short of remarkable. I didn't see this success coming. Certainly the first year as as far as they went and then be able to follow that up again. Now he's building this program in basketball, college basketballs. I think top to bottom, most uh, complete uh, conference, the Big 12. Um it's going to be a fun season. It always is in the Big 12. But with the, with the, with Iowa State being relevant, I'm not sure what's going on in Iowa City this winter. <laughs> right? I think the two teams that are going to carry the the um, the postseason torch, one's in Story County, one's on Forest Avenue. Fair? On the men's side. On the men's side. Yep. Yeah, on the men's side. Right. Yep. Right, right, right. We might be play, talking a lot more Iowa women's basketball as opposed we to the could. team. Yeah, we the, we definitely could, although they were picked. They're not picked to win the Big Ten. Did you see that? I did. Uh, one one of the analysts from the Big Ten Network had, a, had them fifth. Barely in the top That's five. That's what she said. said. Yeah, yes, barely I saw the, the same thing five. you did. By the way, did you see Caitlin Clark's State Farm commercial? I did. Good for her, right? Yes. Good for her. You know what I did when I, um, I saw it last night? It, it dawned on me. I can't recall, and, and you can help me out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing this for a long time. This is year 28. I don't recall a clone or a hawk who has triggered the other fan base more than Caitlin Clark has. Yeah. Who would be second in this conversation? Yang. He's up there. Yeah, but Bohannon. Bohannon's up there. But, but they're, they're, close. they're distant, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Has there been a football player? I mean, Purdy now to an extent bothers Hawkeye fans. Mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, I see that more from, you know, Hawkeye Twitter accounts than... But Caitlin Clark drives this fan base nuts. Why are you bringing it up again? Can you talk about anything else? It's nationally relevant. It's nationally relevant. And it's locally relevant. And she has changed her sport single-handedly. It was not Angel Reese that people were tuning into for the national championship game. That's not what it was. Knock it off with that idiotic narrative. That's That's not what it was. And it's like the idiotic narrative that Brock Purdy's a uh, um, system quarterback. quarterback. Right, right. No, he's not. No. Brock Purdy's 10-0. We saw Jimmy Garoppolo in that system. (laughs) He was not the same guy. No, he's not. But I think it's um, it's Clark, Niang Bohannon, Mm -hmm. Purdy. Who else? Go back. Was there anybody? Well, going- Bielema, what he said to Walden, but at yeah, that point, yeah, but that's way. There was no talk radio then, right? And the Iowa there State was no fan internet base, then. The fan base for Iowa State, they were, they wouldn't, they were, yeah, um, hiding in the shadows. Yeah, they were. Jamie Pollard, to his credit, mm-hmm. brought them out and made it okay to be a Cyclone fan and to have an opinion when he put up the billboards. Right. Yeah, that was by far the best thing Jamie Pollard has ever done, in my opinion. No, he's done a lot of good things. Yeah. But just to, to, to arrive on the scene and to poke the bear as he did, that was freaking awesome. It was. It, it was awesome. It 
took this rivalry to another it level. Absolutely did. It generated the conversation, and we've talked about this before. To be a Cyclone fan during the '80s and '90s oh, for long stretches, it's unreal. Don't wear your cardinal and gold. No, you, no, 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 no. Quietly cheer for your team. Yep. Enjoy basketball in the winter. Yep. And outside of that, shut up. Right. That's kind of what it, it was. was. But I'm, their games weren't on TV. Right. Which was probably a good thing in a lot of it in a lot of years. <laughs> right. Um, so, anyways. Oh, I love the rivalry. It's so good for business on both sides. But it's good that, you know, Purdy's kind of balancing the scales a little bit when it comes to uh when it comes to the Caitlin Clark, but boy, she triggers Cyclone Nation. And Brock Purdy's doing the same for Hawkeye Nation, which which is uh which is good. I'm with you on Niang. I think Bohannon uh, belongs in that conversation. But going way back, Bank Seneca, that never really took off because that wasn't really no, Seneca was the Heisman favorite for a while, and then he fell off the the face of the earth in the UConn game or the Oklahoma game, and then the UConn at the end of the year. Fred Barr had some comments about hating the color red before. I think it was the 2002 game that, of course, Iowa State came back and yeah, won yeah. as Iowa was going through a losing streak of their own at that time. Maybe. Julie, Julian Vandeveld, do you remember his comments? He said he hates the entity that is Iowa State. Does he? Yeah. But but this it was, was a pre- weak conversation. This was pre-Twitter though too, and I think wasn't it Vanderbilt no, pre-Twitter? That, it was. Oh, maybe Twitter. not. Maybe yeah. not. All right, let's get uh, let's get Brian in here. Uh, we'll take a couple of these calls, and then we got to get to Dane Mazzatani. Uh Brian, what's on your mind? Thanks for being patient. Hey guys, uh, yeah, I just uh, was uh, you know you guys have mentioned uh, Brock Purdy, and I guess I. I guess you can't say this for certain, but I kind of look at him as a system quarterback, and the the way I think of a system quarterback is, could you put Brock Purdy on, let's say, the Jaguars or the Browns, and would he have the same success as if you put Josh? Well, you got to have players. You got to have players around you. But here's the thing: has he thrown an interception this year? I don't think he has. I don't think so. I don't think he has. He has. Maybe one, but if he has, that'd be I, it. Yeah, look, I, I think you say that about a lot of. He, here's the deal: he's ten and zero. His can. teammates absolutely love him. Um, Trey Lance wasn't the guy. Nope. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the guy. Um, I don't know, uh, Brian. Well, I, he did take him to the Super Bowl. He but. did. He did. Yeah, pretty. Not an interception this year. Nine not touchdowns, no picks, completing. No interception. Okay. Yeah. 123 quarterback rating. Do you know who the favorite is to win the MVP? The Christian fi- McCaffrey? No, Probably no. McCaffrey. No, it's not. It's two quarterbacks tied at four and a half to one. <laughs> one of them's number 15. He'll play tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. The other one's Brock Purdy. Wow. Brian, thanks for the call. Gotta get, oh, I'm sorry, Brian. I, I didn't mean to cut you. I cut, Well, I did, but I had to move on. But I apologize. Uh, it kind of came off rude, and I didn't mean to be. John, real quick, John, as we got to get to a break. What's on your mind, John? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm just I was telling Trent, it's just great to sit there on Sundays and watch these games. And, and David Montgomery and Laporta, and then, of course, I'm a Niner fan, so Kittle and, and Purdy, all these Iowa guys, and I'm sure there are a bunch more that I'm not noticing, um, but I think it's something that everybody in the state can be proud of. I've, I've been here eight years. I don't have a, an affinity between Iowa or Iowa State. I just kind of root for the whole state, and, um, and it's fairly awesome. And as for Purdy being a system quarterback, you know, a Ferrari is a really fast car. Not everyone can drive one, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah. So not your offense is really complicated, and you can't just stick somebody back there and have them make the split second decisions they have to make. That's what he does. 
Yeah, John, yeah. thanks for the call. i got to move on. But that's just it. It's the decision-making. There lies the fact that he hasn't thrown a pick. Time to uh, claim some NIL money. Head to KXNL now. You can enter this uh, nationwide contest by typing the keyword money in the pop-up box. Money at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Money at KXNO.com. Dane Mazzatani next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Southwest 2nd Street in downtown Des Moines. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Was this WCCO's? Yeah, I think it was, yes. wasn't it? Was it their intro? Uh, maybe. I thought it was. I can remember listening to it oh, driving. They, yeah. I think because CCO was a blowtorch. And I, I have the Homer Hanky song for you a little bit later. That thing is 1987 personified. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Let's get Dane Mazzatani in here. He covers, well, the Vikings. That's his beat now. But, of course, he's on the Twins for a long, long time. And Dane joins us. Let's start with the Twins. Uh, uh, it's feel, is today the final day of the 2023 season, Dane? It feels like... Man, oh man, it's going to be a tough slog, right? Houston, uh, they they've um, found their batting eyes. Yeah, it kind of feels kind of feels like we're going to a funeral tonight. But I don't know. Like this team has proven a handful of times this year that they're not like the other teams from the past couple of decades. So maybe we give them one more day of our faith. But I I, I don't know. Like last night wasn't a great sign. Jordan Alvarez. I don't know if he had ever pitched for that guy ever again. Right. Um, and. If the bats don't wake up, yeah, it will be the last day. But, hey, it's a 6 o'clock game, no shadows tonight. Yep. So we'll see if, if they guys can do it. Joe Ryan, it's been inconsistent. Beginning of the year, he looked outstanding, had the injury. has been below average since he's come back off the injury. What kind of performance and how quick of a hook for Ryan today? Yeah, I think it'll be a pretty quick hook. Like, if he's not sharp right away, um, you kind of hear it's the cliche in, in elimination games, but every arm is available. Um, and I think truly every arm is going to be available today to win. Um, Joe Ryan, he's, he's had an up and down year. Everyone remembers that shutout where he looked outstanding. Um, and then it's kind of been pretty much downhill since then. Um, the thing is, he has good stuff if he can just find it, locate it. Um, so he, he's, he's a guy that um, has at least proven when he's on his A game, uh, he can mow down hitters. So if he can find that today, the Twins will gladly take it. 
Um, if he gets into trouble, though, I don't think Rocco will have any issues going to his bullpen sooner rather than later. Uh, just back back to yesterday for one more before we move on to the Viking. It sure seemed like when they had bases loaded and Royce Lewis in the batter's box, and we've seen what he's done as far. I'm not saying he had to hit a grand slam, but he was just uh, he was just overpowered over Javier. He just couldn't catch up to that slider that he threw him. I think three straight pitches, Dane and uh, and Lewis was just um, not lost, but he didn't have a chance. Yeah, you, you you almost forget that the kid's 24. Right, I wrote that yesterday. Right. Like he's human, and he kind of proved it yesterday because for he's he seemed kind of mythical for the last you know three months, where he's just stepping to the plate with the bases loaded, hitting grand slams. He's homering in back-to-back plate appearances to start his playoff career, um, and then you know last night proved that baseball's still a really hard game. You're trying to hit a round ball that's going 95 miles an hour with a stick basically so uh it was it was shocking to see lewis go down so you know i guess like differently than than we've seen in the past um both in the first inning and in the fifth inning mm-hmm. with the base yep. loaded um i know he's really obviously really self-reflective of those situations i would expect him to put together better performances to play today uh but yeah just weird watching watching that kind of at bat happen it's Minnesota sports, so we go from the frustrating to the bad. Let's go to the Vikings. A difficult start to the season. Here comes a road trip to Chicago. Historically, these teams split. One wins at home. The other one wins at their own home building throughout the course here. If this one ends in a loss, does the chatter really start to build about the potential of moving on from Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I think it's already started to build. I think when, when you wake up yesterday and you see the reports that the Vikings are going to place Justin Jefferson on IR, um, still hasn't officially happened yet, but it's going to happen. So that'll be four games without Justin Jefferson. You're sitting at one and four right now. Um, I, I think it's, it's the easy take to have. Okay, let's just tank. Let's trade Kirk. Let's trade everyone. Let's trade Daniil. Um, it's a little more nuanced than that in football because you got 53 guys. Right. There's only 17 games, and it, it, you just don't really see fire sales quite like that in the NFL as you would maybe the NBA or the NHL or the the MLB. Um, so I don't I don't think it's going to be something where they're going to go just put out a terrible product. Um, but the product that that exists right now is one and four, and it just lost their best player. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not looking good going into this week in Chicago. Um, I, I was sitting at home or in the practice facility, I forget what it was, last week watching ESPN. They were talking about the Bears. It's just the worst team of all time. <laughs> and then, of course, the Bears go out and beat Washington on the road. Um, and Justin Fields has looked pretty good the last two days, or two games, two weeks, I'm sorry. So it's not going to be an easy out. And, and let's not forget, Kirk doesn't always play well at Soldier Field. So this is not an automatic win, and it certainly isn't now that that, that JJ's on the shelf. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, stay with uh, with Jefferson. So he didn't get a contract done during the off season. Um, I, I'm not sure where he's at as far as his relationship with the team and with the front office. Uh, if he does miss significant time, say it's more than four games, is, is there a chance? I mean, and I can't see this right. He, this he hasn't played his last game as a Viking, right? Because I'm seeing that on Twitter. I'm thinking, no, that's not going to happen, is it? No, no, I don't think so. Um, and it, I, that's the only way that happens is if he is so frustrated by the way that the, the contract situation played out and now the injury that he requests a trade. Um, but I, I just don't, I can't see him doing that. Um, I think Justin Jefferson's very happy in Minnesota. 
Obviously, he'd be happier if the contract got done. I think that was a, a point of frustration for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's going to be the guy who comes up, stands on the table, and says, trade me. Um, I, he, I don't, he doesn't seem to have that in his personality in, in the three or four years I've gotten to work with him. Um, granted, it, it could happen, I guess, but I, I just I, I can't see it. Um, I really can't. And, and the Vikings are, are absolutely not going to let this guy get away. So... I know the contract didn't work out in the summer. I think it's just two sides kind of being far apart. Um, but I don't sense that this is everyone pushed the, the red button, panic mode, um, Justin Jefferson forcing his way out of Minnesota. I, I don't see that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, just an unfortunate injury for for a superstar in a face of the league. No, he, he clearly is all of that without, without a doubt. Does this, um, does this team miss Adam Thielen? I mean, look, he was coming to the end, I get that, but he's still a pretty important part of that offense. He seemed to have the respect of his teammates. I think he's caught more balls as a Panther than anybody on the Vikings has this year. Um, not, not that that's a be-all, end-all stat, but would they be better off with Thielen was still on the roster? Um, maybe from like a holistic standpoint, just because Thielen is such a respected voice in that room, and I think... At one and four, like you could probably use a veteran like Adam Thielen yep. right now to kind of lower the temperature in the locker room. But but as far as on the field, no, not really. I don't think Adam Thielen would change this football team from a one and four to a, a two and three or a three and two. Um, I think Adam Thielen has lost a step, and and that's okay. He's, he's towards the end of his career. I think he's shown he can still be a guy who produces if he gets the opportunities um but the opportunities just weren't going to be there with having drafted jordan addison having justin jefferson obviously hurt now but if we're talking about the first five weeks of the season i, I don't think the season itself would have played out much different um with feeling in the room or on the field uh, i do think just in a vacuum they could use his leadership right now though because things are in danger of going sideways and you know, he he was such a revered guy um, for this franchise. So I, I don't know if they miss him on the field, but I think it's probably fair to say they miss him in the locker room. Dane, a lot of young guys out there getting snaps, a 1-4 start. What are some of the bright spots? Who are some of the young guys that have popped for you that you think are going to be a part of this thing and, and a rebuild if necessary? Yeah, I think it starts with Jordan Addison. Um, yeah, the kid's yeah. the real deal. Yeah. Kirk said it after the game. Um, he said, we hit on that draft pick. And they did. Mm. Uh, it's so early. It's five weeks into the season. It's five weeks in Jordan Addison's career. But I think it's safe to say the Vikings hit on that draft pick. He's he's special. The way he moves, um, he's like 5'11", 170. And it, he knows like if he gets if people get hands on him right off the line of scrimmage, they're going to knock him off his route. But he's so quick that people can't get hands on him. So it's like the classic, well, you can't catch if you can't catch it, you can't touch him. So like. He has been a guy who I think has really stood out with the way he's able to impact the game. Um, I think he's going to open up certain things for Justin Jefferson down the road in the future. Obviously, Jordan Addison has benefited from Justin Jefferson drawing double teams, sometimes triple teams. Um, but the fact that Jordan Addison has been able to kind of produce at the rate he has so far, um, I think that's been really impressive. And then Ivan Pace Jr., he's the undrafted kid out of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's been He's been a bright spot on the defense. Um, just great at getting after the passer. Um, has a good instinct when he's, when when they send him on a blitz. Um, he needs to work on his his ability and pass coverage as a linebacker. But he's someone who, as an undrafted free agent, 
Um, I think the Vikings, it's safe to say they hit on him, too. Uh, Dane Muzzatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press. St. Paul Pioneer Press for Dane Muzzatani. Dane, thank you, as always, for doing this. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you in the weeks ahead. Thanks, Dane. Sounds good. Anytime, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Dane Muzzatani, St. Paul Pioneer Press, as we check in with the Vikings and the Twins. We'll check. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back in with the Chiefs. It's Chiefs and the Broncos tomorrow night, Thursday night football. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Your Exile. Papa John Central Iowa sponsors this next segment. Welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He joins us weekly during the regular season, with the exception of the bye week and all the way through the playoffs. Papa John sponsors Mitch, Trenton, Ken. Thanks for coming on. How are you today, Mitch? Well, it's been a scramble. I don't, I don't <laughs> know if this is a Wednesday or is it a Thursday or Friday or Monday was actually started as a Monday, then it went to, let me see, a Wednesday, then it went to a Thursday, and it went back to a Monday. These Thursday night games are uh, they're a challenge logistically yep. to, a, to a slow brain. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I appreciate them as a, as a consumer, <laughs> uh, but it's got yeah. to be a pain in the you-know-what. You know what surprised me? Well, I always have one thing that seemingly sticks with me from the previous Chiefs game. It's usually a play by Mahomes, admittedly. But last week, Mitch, it was the amount of red that found their way into uh, U.S. Bank mm-hmm. Stadium. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming there was a good portion of the Iowa chapter, the kingdom, that made their way up there. But, man, oh, man. Man, Chiefs fans, I don't want to say took over, but it seemed like it was a disproportionate amount of Chiefs fans in the building last Sunday. Yeah, there's a there's several phenomenon here, I think, to answer that question. And first of all, I think the Albert Lee Minnesota High V probably had a record ah. uh, weekend um, with the drive up 35 with the card carrying members of the Iwegian, the members of the Chief Kingdom. But there's a phenomenon going on, and I've seen it. Uh, really throughout the National Football League. One, the Chiefs are at an unparalleled level of popularity, okay? This, that's, I say it humbly, but it's just there. It's, it's metrics. We've seen it. We see it every week. We get these reports, and so that's one. So the, the kingdom has grown. There's a lot of dual citizenship in the Twin Cities, including my uh, paternal side of my family that loves the Chiefs and loves the Vikes, but they decided this game to go Chiefs. The third one is... And this phenomenon is, exists throughout the league because, Ken, because of the secondary market, popular games, or seeing Mahomes or Taylor Swift or whomever, that I will sell my home tickets on the secondary market for a premium plus, 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 so I can go on the road and see three games. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I stood down on the field. I had a we had a ceremony to drop the banner when the Lions were in town on that first Thursday night, and I was stunned by the amount of Lions fans mm. that had awesome tickets. So there's there's something going on here in the league where I'll sell my home games so I can go on a roadie. No doubt about it. You know, the uh, wide receiver question remains. What is the likelihood that we see the Chiefs go out there and bring in a piece, bring in a wide receiver, a veteran guy to help out this wide receiver group? Well, Trent, it's a fair question, and I think that they're going to keep scouring to look, and I think that you know there is that possibility. Honestly, NFL didn't have a lot of trades but now it's kind of turning to MLB in a way. Mm-hmm. Like there, I think there's going to be a flurry of trades between now and the end of the month. That being said, the biggest thing to come out of the Chiefs-Vikings game, at least for inside the fort of the Chiefs' kingdom, is the fact that you had Trent an 11-play, 75-yard touchdown drive, and Kelsey never touched the ball. He wasn't in the game. That's when he was uh, trying to figure out his ankle injury. Mm-hmm. You had on that series a 33-yard pass play to Justin Watson. There was Rashi Rice, who had a big uh, blitz adjustment for about 14 yards. Then it was, oh gosh, Justin Ross. Then it was Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And then it was back to the touchdown to Rashi Rice. That was a big deal for the Chiefs to be able to do that and pull that drive off against a blitzing, tricky Viking defense to have no McKinnon touches, no Kelsey touches, and to get that done. That, moving forward, uh, hopefully can carry into tomorrow night. Nick Bolton going to play tomorrow night? Good question. Uh, remains to be seen. Not that I'm, I don't have any government secrets. <laughs> right. Again, these, these short turnarounds, it's Kelsey and Bolton both. Yeah. And again, these will, uh, these will go down to uh, the wire. And the short weeks, they, and Ken, you know this, they just don't have enough time to recover. Mm-hmm. Same with the Broncos. They've got a real disadvantage in losing basically this day to travel. And so, uh, I don't know. The Thursday night game just continues to be a discussion. At some point, there will be a push to have a bye week prior to a Thursday night game, which will extend the season further into February, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Keep pushing that thing. Right. Let's get to President's Day. Oh, yeah. It's going to go all the way up to the Big 12 or Big 10 uh, basketball. Perfect. That sounds great. We're in for that. You know, Mitch, uh, the squad, the matchup with the Broncos, you and Ken like to have fun here, but 15 consecutive wins, it's it's unthinkable in division matchups against a proud organization in Denver. You've been on the wrong end of this one plenty of times calling games. Not 15 in a row. 15 in a row, though. It's it's an unthinkable number. Well, it's getting historic. Yeah. Uh, if this one right now, uh, if it gets to 16, you're, I think it's the second longest mm. in NFL history over a single opponent. Quarterback-wise, if Mahomes wins, it will be the longest in NFL history by a quarterback to start his career against a single opponent. But let's look at the other side of this, and let's give Ken some credit here. Mahomes has thrown eight interceptions, Trent, against the Broncos. That's the most of any team. Uh, these have been hard-fought games. These all have not been 41 to nothing. And the fact that uh, Mahomes, there's two interceptions from Sertan, there's two interceptions from Iowa Hawkeye, Josie Jewell. There's two interceptions from Justin Simmons. And the fact that Mahomes has had tussles against these guys. And they, Kelsey, in the last four games against the Broncos, on the average, only has about 47 yards receiving. Hmm. So let's just kind of calm down on all the stuff and realize for what it is. Denver comes out with throwing punches. 
Uh, and I don't mean that to get penalties. I mean that there's still enough there for them to rally and, and try to break the streak. You're playing a wounded division opponent that's desperate to win, and that's always dangerous in the NFL. Indeed it is. Uh, it's dangerous to, to watch that game on an empty stomach, Mitch, <laughs> as you well know. Yes, it is. And Thursday night football's big. When I talk with Matt Donaldson, he goes, oh, my gosh, these Thursday nights and are, are huge. In many ways, they're, they're as big or bigger sometimes than Sunday night football. But when you get Broncos Chiefs on a Thursday night, everybody's working, and they're like, ah, we're not going to cook. Hey, just get it set up. But I would... I would plan ahead for the folks in Des Moines. Uh, get ready right now. Go to PapaJohns.com. They still have the Epic Stuff Crust. crust uh, epic Stuff Crust. Um, they got these wings. I mean, you can do a little bit of apps before you even dive into the pizza. But Thursday night football, AFC West rivalry. Uh, why not, Papa Johns? Mitch Holt is the voice of the Chiefs. Mitch, thank you. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Appreciate it, Mitch. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Broncos tomorrow night, Thursday night football. Uh, hour number two, we'll start with Scott Docterman on the Hawks. David Kaplan will head to Chicago, catch up on Chicago sports. Trent's plays of the day. Miller and Condon, an hour to go on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.